0: This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. At
1: five minutes after five o'clock on a finally Friday morning, the good news for the state of Wisconsin for the countryside. Jamie Kloss found yesterday afternoon in Douglas County. I'm sure that is going to be the lead story for all Maine media this morning, and that includes right here. I'm Pam Yonke, by the way. Thanks for joining us. Cloudy skies on the way for today. 35 are expected high. Wind shouldn't be too bad. Tonight, a chance of flurries moving in down to 28. Saturday, any of those flurries will stick around only in the morning, and that's mostly south of Madison. 34, the expected high on Saturday. For Sunday, partly sunny and 35. Monday, sunshine and 37 degrees. Talking weather with Stumacher Ag Meteorologist, as we roll towards 530. And also up before 6 o'clock, a leader of Wisconsin's livestock industry has announced he's going to be retiring in 2019. I've got the details coming up.
2: When you think of Palmer amaranth, water hemp, ragweed, and mare's tail, doesn't it just make you want to give them the pounding they deserve? Now you can with Diflex Duo Herbicide. It's the post emergence corn herbicide with two proven sites of action. So you get powerful control of the toughest weeds, built in resistance management, and excellent crop safety. So don't just hit weeds. Pound them like never before with Diflex Duo. Learn more at Diflex Always read and follow label instructions.
1: When you're in for improving
3: your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings.
2: Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen.
3: Get started today. Call 888-947-7828 or visit com slash agribusiness
2: to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers grow since 2001.
4: What's ahead for agriculture in 2019? Weather is always a topic, but it's been the last uh, couple of years with these commodity prices. Where are prices going? Bob Boosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And, of course, there are a lot of things that will influence those prices. And, Pam, you had a chance recently to talk to a guy that uh, looks at these prices and these conditions every day of the year.
1: Absolutely, Bob. Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And he looks at them, not just here in the United States, he looks at them from his office in Switzerland, his office in Brazil, and his office in Chicago. I'm talking about... Dan Bossi, He is a very popular speaker when he comes to Wisconsin. He's got Wisconsin roots as far as his education and uh, all of his friends and network and boy, he loves to come back and talk with Wisconsin dairy farmers on the challenges that they're facing and what they need to be prepared to do in 2019 to try to weather these markets. Is China coming in or not? What's happening with New Zealand dairy production? I talked to him. Dan Bossi, president of Ag Resource Company headquartered in Chicago and he says... Dairy farmers need to stay active and use every tool available. To protect themselves this year
5: Pam it's a lot of factors and I maybe would start that marketing milk is important and that whether you're using some of the derivatives or other opportunities even in a new insurance program you're going to have to be more acute to the markets then I would go back and I say our co-ops need to start jumping in the world market and not letting a US dairy export council do all the work but they need to be there as a partner in getting more of our exports overseas much like the Irish or the New Zealand folks do they do a, jo- a great job so I call it we need to market milk like we 're an island with the declining population lastly i would say we need to start telling our benefits of health we don't do a very good job in dairy of really explaining how calcium and protein really work to the human body and how all of us can benefit from that going forward and so as we have an aging economy as baby boomers reach those years uh, dairy can really play prominent in what we need in terms of a dietary uh, uh, need and so i think those three kind of capsulize where i think the uh, importance is going forward
1: Got to get our eyes off that glass of milk and take a look at how they're consuming around the world. You put a lot of emphasis on being upbeat because you believe if China can come around, it could be a good situation for U.S. dairy, not just on the short but the long.
5: Yeah, no, when I look at Chinese dairy consumption and then I look at their new food pyramid, which came out about a year and a half ago, uh, the Chinese are saying that they need to triple the consumption of dairy for health. And so uh, we're positioned, if you will, off the west coast of the United States to do that. And so I, I I can't imagine how we can't help reduce the trade deficit with China by sending dairy products over there and ag products in general. Uh, and the Chinese population as it expands and becomes aged elderly also as uh, the, the one-child policy was enacted in 1971, they have a real demand for protein and for calcium just as we do. So I, I think as you look at dairy in China, it's an exciting market. Uh, we, in fact, think that uh, you know, there wouldn't be enough dairy cows in the United States to fill the needs of China should they really embrace what we have to offer.
1: Well, like you said, it, it it's not a sprint. It's a marathon, though, when it comes to developing in these relationships and policies,
5: It really is. This is not an event. I don't want any dairy farmer to think that this is easy or is going to be something that's quick. It's something we all have to work at. Uh, but I think if we all put the uh, expectations correctly and we go forward with a marketing campaign and work government to government and company to company, that we have a chance to make it to that point of uh, exporting more of our product to china and really having it to become the markets that it should be
1: now dan i'm a dairy kid farm broadcaster in madison you went to school here you know what madison is as far as the listeners that i have non-farm can you please help me explain what the dairy population is going to look like in the next 10 years 15 years and help them understand the dynamics of cow numbers number of dairy farms and that
5: yeah, it's really becoming a barbell when we talk about it statistically you're going to have a lot of what we call mega dairy farms those farms that have cattle of five thousand to hundred and fifty thousand head all in one farm if you can imagine that many numbers it's kind of scary to me uh, and then you're going to have these farms that are selling locally and producing a product that you may find up at the capital on a warm uh, uh, autumn afternoon and so it's that uh, that local flavor along with the uh, largeness of a big mega dairy that looks to be the landscape going forward I'm not saying one is right and one is wrong but we as consumers will have choices tell me what
1: you see then uh, going forward let's assume that uh, we slowly work things through with China how is that going to impact our economy in the United States where are some of your greatest concerns going forward in 2019 like you said you work in Chicago you work in Brazil you work in you work around the world when you're right here at home what do you think about and worry about be it our financial policies our trade policies our production agriculture
5: well, as our, our our big concern is a U.S. and world debt. I mean, it, during the last. 12 years of which we needed to stimulate the world economy with 0% interest rates, sometimes negative interest rates, and almost handing out money, signing toilet paper to give money to corporations has just created all of this debt and it's going to be an overhang on the U.S. and world economy going forward. I think a little bit of the stock market decline is the worry that the Fed rates are going up and that some corporations are having struggles to pay back that amount of debt. So, to me, I was really concerned this summer in which we had a GDP rate of 3.5%. Normally, that would allow us to pay back debt within our economy. That kind of growth is what the Reagan administration worked with under the Laffer years to get us out of debt. And this year, our debt just kept rising. So I'm not sure what GDP rate will be needed. Uh, It's going to be very high, but Getting rid of this debt is going to be an issue, especially as the U.S. economy goes from its number one position today. China will take over that position in five to seven years, and India will be in number two position in 12 to 15 years. So we sink to number three. Somehow we need to maintain our ability to be agile as an economic forecast uh, firm and uh, uh, economy and go forward and and debt overhang to me is an issue that we all should be concerned about.
1: Speaking of volatility, you made a very good point about how thinly traded dairy is in the marketplace. Explain that for folks because I give market prices every day, but we're always in a pretty thin bracket as far as movement explain why that is and explain what you're hoping might change
5: well in dairy you need to, in a good market we say we need two things we need a good speculator we need a good hedger and we need to have these people to have different views and uh, the one thing we have in dairy is we have the cooperatives and we have the good hedgers from the processor side dairy farmers selectively use it but we don't have the speculators and so if i could get speculators coming into the dairy markets because they see opportunity and maybe they need china to have that happen we could have volatility returning and that volatility really spells opportunity for the U.S. farmer in that he then has markets that go up and down and provides profit levels that he can hedge at or at least manage his risk.
1: I know I'm jumping around here, Dan. I apologize, but you touched on so many elements that impact farm families, and that includes their neighbors, the infrastructure of rural America. It's not just Wisconsin. You've got some real issues on a, almost a demographic change that you're watching happen right now there?
5: Well, this opiate crisis is really a problem and it's now not only in the city of Chicago the south side of Chicago, it's now hitting rural America. And it's, it's just hard to see. I almost want to say that the inner city is moving to rural America. That's not something I grew up with or remembered. It's sad to see it happening. Um, I think that the, uh, the, the government is thinking about maybe offering more broadband to rural America. That's not going to be the solution. We need jobs in rural America. We need, again, opportunities for the U.S. farmer. We need profitability to come to U.S. farmer, and that will change things around. And so that's why I think it's so important that this administration needs to think about the opportunity to get a trade deal with China to help out rural America.
1: So here I am. I got to go out and milk cows here pretty quick, so we're going to make it short, Dan. What should I be doing right now? Give me a couple tool items that I can turn to right now. Give me something positive that I can take power of or educate myself on or ask somebody else about now so that I feel somewhat better about my predicament in 2019.
5: Well, I think that the dairy markets are changing. We're seeing liquidation of the of the herd. Unfortunately, our neighbors are leaving, or some of our neighbors are leaving the business. We'll see dairy numbers down 150 to 200,000 head. And, and then, of course, on the other side of that, uh, we're starting to see some drags in some productive areas. The increase in production is primarily coming from the plain states. If you look at the east and west, we're not seeing the increases in milk there. So I think that, along with powder stocks dropping in Europe and the United States, strong cheese demand, ultimately we'll see these dairy markets pick up. But as I said earlier, I need china if i'm going to become outright bullish of dairy
1: fascinating ag economist to listen to that's dan Bossi. he's got locations in switzerland brazil and chicago president of ag resource company at the recent professional dairy producers of wisconsin food and policy summit Bossi says that dairy farmers really need to stay proactive not only on their marketing tools but also on today's news influencing their future markets from the southern end of the world's longest barn in madison I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke.
0: This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. No
6: doubt about it, the best seat in the house is the one in your bathroom. The toilet is one of those things you never expect to act up or break down. But when it does, Benjamin Plumbing will have one of their capable service techs check things out. It could be something as simple as a float valve or it could be you're due for a brand new, comfy toilet. And not to worry, the majority of Benjamin Plumbing's residential repairs are more affordable than you might think. Plus, they stand by their work with a warranty on all parts, labor, and repairs. Temperamental Toilet? Contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing.
7: Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it contact benjamin plumbing at benjaminplumbing.com
3: now you've got a friend in the
7: plumbing business benjamin plumbing I got a $5,000 signing bonus to join Santa Max. It was a no-brainer. I'm a CDL Class A truck driver for Santa Max. Home every day and no weekends.
1: Santa Max is hiring CDL Class A truck drivers with experience to join the DeForest Third Shift team. Quarterly bonuses and a $5,000 signing bonus.
7: Great pay, great company, and a $5,000 signing bonus. I made the move to Santa Max. It was a
5: no-brainer.
1: Email your resume to apply at SantaMax.com. S-A-N-I Max. SantaMax.com.
5: Knowing that no one else is providing the cleaning service and to take away one of the stresses that the customers can really endure during the planning process was a big portion of adding this in to be able to minimize the amount of different companies that they have to work with in order to get one process done. Above Average Moving is your award-winning medicine mover with the highest reviews, free online estimates, and full cleaning service. Above Average Moving. No worries, less stress, we got this. Visit AboveAverageMoving.com.
4: Putting the cheese on the crackers. It's Pam Yankee and the Wisconsin Farm Report.
1: 518 now on a finally Friday morning. If you're just waking up, maybe you didn't hear that uh, they found Jamie Kloss up in Douglas County. Did you hear that, Stu? I just kind of, I wasn't paying attention yesterday. I was kind of off my computer for a change. Uh, really good news for a lot of folks in Wisconsin and across the countryside to find that young woman alive after so much time.
0: Yeah, it's a wonderful thing when it works out.
1: Yeah, no kidding. So we'll find out more about what exactly transpired up there later today. We're focused in on what's happening right now with the weather. Not too wild out there this morning, Stu, and it sounds like we're going to get a little bit of a break. I hear that there is a nasty weather system coming, though. Uh, Probably lands not too far south of us, huh?
0: Yeah, not too far south at all. In fact, you look at a lot of the forecast maps, and they're indicating some snow and the like just south of the Illinois border as we head through Saturday and that's the reason far southern Wisconsin, yes, that's Madison, and even up toward Fond du Lac and Oshkosh, there may be a little snow tomorrow. The further north and east you head, the lighter it is, and in the south it may be a little heavier, but less than an inch, even in southern Wisconsin. South of the border, yes, there could very well be snow, rain and snow, and some real sloppy, messy situations. Has to do with a couple of systems this morning. One is going to drop in out of the northwest, I've been talking about it, For a day or so, I expect it ejects out of the Dakotas. It's around the eastern Dakotas already this morning. Drops down through the far southern edge of Minnesota and heads towards southern Wisconsin, northern Illinois. And then there's a stronger low down in the south, just west of the Texas Panhandle this morning. It's going to build east and northeast up into the mid-Mississippi Valley. Taps into a lot of Gulf of Mexico moisture and that builds that precipitation up into Illinois and just the southern edge of Wisconsin and that happens into the day Saturday and ends already by Saturday night. So a little snow mid part of the weekend if you will in the south. A lot of other folks uh, especially looking toward Boston and La Crosse will stay dry right through the weekend. There'll be even more sun sunshine around as we look towards Sunday, Monday into Tuesday, and those temperatures will be on the above normal side, a real mild spell settling in. I'd have to say temperatures somewhere in that five to 10 degree above normal range are what we expect through the weekend right into next week. I'll have forecast details right after this.
8: How's that saying go? Timing is everything? Now's a good time to take action and register for the 2019 Corn Soy Expo. January 31st through February 1st at Kalahari Resort, Wisconsin Dells. Early birds who pre-register by January 16th get a discounted pass. Connect with fellow corn and soy growers. Get the latest from Kim Brenner, Sean Conley, and Rodrigo Wordley. Early bird rates and January 16th. So go to cornsoyexpo.org and register.
1: Did you know that our UW School of Veterinary Medicine has trained more than half of the veterinarians in Wisconsin? Those are veterinarians taking care of your dog, your cat, your horses, your cows. Pam Yonke here to tell you the story of the UW School of Veterinary Medicine. You know, they built their space to take care of 12,000 patients. Today, they're seeing 27,000 patients in the same space, and those patients travel from a long distance. 80% of the patients are from here in Wisconsin, but there's others that have traveled from as far away as Alaska, even Hong Kong, to find this world-class facility. But this facility needs a facelift. So why don't you step up and help? You can find out more about the new plans for groundbreaking research and groundbreaking expansion at the UW School of Veterinary Medicine. Go to animalsneedheroes2.com.
9: Local commercial knowledge with local experience. That's how Rural Mutual Insurance has been protecting businesses in Wisconsin since 1934. If something unexpected happens to your business, wouldn't you want to be protected by a local company that knows you and your needs? Rural Mutual is the number one writer of farms and the third largest writer of commercial business in the state of Wisconsin. We only do business in Wisconsin, so premiums paid here stay here. To keep Wisconsin strong, contact your local Rural Mutual Insurance expert or visit us at RuralMutual.com to learn how you can protect what matters most.
1: 523 now. All right, Stu, it sounds like a pretty decent forecast starting today if you're not going farther south. Well,
0: yeah, not going further south uh, and a friend of mine's heading north to go skiing and he's excited because there's snow all the way up in the UP of Michigan, but we are going to talk about, for a lot of us, a good deal of sunshine, Lacrosse, Boston, plenty of sunshine, partly cloudy skies elsewhere today, and really nice conditions. Mid thirties I'd expect for daytime highs, you know, 34, 35, something like that. South winds today will be around five to 10. Overnight in the south especially, mostly cloudy skies build in some breaks elsewhere, low to mid twenties for lows, southeast winds at five to twenty five to ten. And then tomorrow I'd say lacrosse and Boston, in partly sunny skies, more clouds in the south and east. A slight chance of a little light snow. Could be a brief period of rain and snow fire in the south. Still in that low and mid-30 range. East winds at 8 to 18. The precipitation passes. Sunday, we all get back into that sun. Mostly sunny, low to mid-30s. Northeast winds about 5 to 10. Sunny on Monday, Pam. How about this one? Upper 30s for daytime highs on Monday, Tuesday.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. And great news for those of us that uh, are looking for mild, but my buddy Snowplow Stan, he's not going to be happy. Going to keep the rig sitting for a minute, I guess.
0: Yep. Sit and watch it and hope.
1: (laughs) All right, Stu. Thanks. Have a good weekend. We'll catch you Monday. You
0: too. Bye now.
1: Stu Muck, our Ag Meteorologist with those weather details. See, Stan, I'm thinking about you. All right. Around the state this morning, pretty mild overall. In Lacrosse, you've got clear skies, 19 degrees. Boston, clear and 18. Madison at the airport, clear and 18 degrees. A few more clouds in Fond du Lac. They're at 19. in Oshkosh, cloudy skies as well and 19 degrees. Well, a familiar face at the Equity Livestock Sales Association is getting ready to retire. Details after five thirty.
0: This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
3: Attorney John Rihala with Clifford and Rihala.
9: At Clifford and Rihala, we have the experience you need to help you after any kind of collision. We help people who have been seriously injured ranging from pedestrians hit crossing the street people rear-ended by semi-trucks to victims of drunk driver crashes no matter how you've been injured our experienced and skilled attorneys will help you get your maximum recovery and very importantly we also know how to protect that recovery at clifford and rihala we understand that many issues can come up after a settlement is reached if those issues aren't handled carefully an injury victim can lose money. Don't let that happen to you. Call Clifford and Rihala.
3: For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala. Hard-working, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice. Myjustice.com It's kind of intimidating when your dad is one of the most famous jewelers in America. And you're supposed to follow in his footsteps. Yeah, and those are some big footsteps. How old were you when you came to work at Kessler's? Well, I started handing out balloons to customers when I was six. Wow. Dad was on the radio 52 weeks a year for more than 25 years. I'm talking to Monica Kessler of Kessler's Diamonds. He gave me and the other owners a gigantic opportunity. The other owners? Kessler's is 100% employee owned. I'm just one of several dozen owners. So when I walk into Kessler's, I'm greeted by an owner? Every time. So what's your earliest memory of a Kessler's radio ad? In the beginning, Dad would end every ad by saying, I'm Richard Kessler, and I want to be your jeweler. What's he doing now? Playing golf, mostly. Is there anything you'd like to say before we go? Yes. I'm Monica Kessler, and I want to be your jeweler. Along with a few dozen other wonderful people, hand-selected by my father. Welcome
6: to Kessler's. Hi, Mark Ganser here. Ganser has the answer. Trusted in the Madison area for over eight decades, let us show you why. We only carry infinity fiberglass windows from Marvin, windows that can endure our Wisconsin weather, not vinyl.
3: Mark, you mean the plastic windows with the wood grain stickers?
6: Yes, Stacey. Vinyl windows will jam, warp, crack, and fade over time.
3: Ganser Company offers free in-home estimates. Ask about our financing options today. Visit our website at GanserCompany.com or stop by the showroom off the Beltline near Todd Drive. Are you looking to remodel your bathroom? Don't want it to go on forever? If you hate cleaning your shower or bath, look no further than Bath Planet from Ganser, the only bath system backed by the good housekeeping seal of approval. Baths redone in only a few days. Schedule your free in-home consultation now or stop into a beautiful showroom on the Beltline. Let our designers design the bath of your dreams.
0: Answer, that's the answer.
4: Some time ago, I decided to limit my practice to those procedures which I felt that I was the best at. And that's why I've limited entirely now to cosmetic body recontouring.
10: Dr. Thomas Bartel focuses his practice exclusively on below the neckline cosmetic surgery procedures. That's his specialty. So his technique and
11: results are exceptional. It has changed my life, made me feel better about myself. A lot of people do notice. And I'm not afraid to say that I had it done either. It doesn't bother me. When I do, people say, you know what? Good for you. what you wanted and that's what makes you happy, then go for it.
4: I enjoy body recontouring because I'm able to actually change people's lives, make them feel better about themselves.
11: I love the way I look now. It was a big change. It really boosted my self-confidence for myself not to be out and try to show myself off, but it made me feel good inside.
10: Call Dr. Thomas Bartel to schedule a free consultation and to see actual before and after results, go to his website drbartel.com.
6: Some people don't mind taking a risk, like the guy who thinks he can squeeze one more mile out of the fuel tank but runs out of gas, or taking a giant swig out of an expired jug of milk. The one thing you don't want to take a chance on is your water heater going out. If it's over 12 years old, you might think about calling Benjamin Plumbing. They'll let you know if you're due for a replacement. And they only install top brand water heaters. Plus, they stand by their work with a warranty on all parts, labor, and repairs. Wacky water heater? Contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing.
7: Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com
3: Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business.
7: Benjamin Plumbing.
8: Packer insider from Bob McGinn, Football com. Rob Reichel. Uh, are you uh, a part of Team Handsome with Matt LaFleurman? That's a fine-looking gentleman, isn't it, Rob? He looked well. He looked. He was dressed to the nines yesterday, Tampa. wasn't he? <laughs>
12: well, I'll tell you what. If he was a single man running around Green Bay, Woo! probably you'd be okay
7: for a right? Robbie, were you part of that leadership committee to pick the next Packers head coach?
12: Yeah, shockingly, I, I didn't get an invite for that. <laughs> so So, uh, you know, I... I, I I, uh, that is a great story. Who was on that nine-man committee, right? Who was who? who well, else, we know Rodgers was, was that group because because Aaron Rodgers we know was, but they we they definitely have some positional groups that, as we know of, probably are are largely devoid of leaders. So I, I'd be curious who they who they found in in inside each of those those nine groups, right?
8: Well, let's let's start there, Rob, because you know one month ago when Mike McCarthy was fired, Mark Murphy almost vehemently denying that Aaron Rodgers would have any involvement in the head coach, Matt LaFleur. I don't know. if Did he, did he speak out of turn? Did he let the cat out of the bag? Was it reading too much? In it? or he kind of refuted that saying, you know, he had discussions with Rodgers before he got hired and, and kind of cut him off. I mean, d- do you believe that Aaron Rodgers did have a say in this thing or is Murphy telling us the truth that no, it was, they got their opinion before they did the interviews and that was it.
12: Yeah. it the, I think that it's still a little gray on that, Joe. There's there's a little bit of, you know, it, it's somewhat vague. But I I do think the hire was largely in place. Um, and I'm, you know, only Mark Murphy really knows this whether they would have gone at least at this point whether they would have gone with Lafleur one way or the other, no matter how that phone conversation with Rodgers went. I'm under the impression though that those three guys had pretty much made up their mind had had uh, you know come in on Monday morning. Uh, reconvened, all agreed after their Sunday interview with LaFleur that, that he was their guy, uh, did the final background checks, got everything rolling, and and, and told LaFleur to call Rodgers at that point in time. You, you kind of do get the feeling, guys, like Rodgers almost needed to sign off on this, mm-hmm. like Nick Saban would sign off on a recruit or something like that, right? But, um, you know, I, I, I guess you would – I guess we don't totally know that, Joe – you, you would certainly hope inside any operation that's not entirely dysfunctional, um, they would have just gone ahead and gone ahead and hired them either way. Um, but but there is there is a level of dysfunction here. I again I, I think the way this is set up is absolutely ridiculous and asinine, And this should have been a Brian Gutikunst show, not a Mark Murphy show Ugh. yesterday. Um, and and then Gutikunst would have made the hire, and and Murphy wouldn't have had this in, you know large search committee where where the candidate then called the quarterback. So uh, the quarterback would have been told like everybody else, here's your new head coach. Um, so again, guys, I, I'm not entirely sure how that would have played out if Rodgers had a bad phone call uh, with with LaFleur. Um, but at this point in time, I, I guess I would lean to, towards saying he was probably going to be the guy one way or the other because it kind of feels like Murphy had painted himself into a corner. Uh, admitting yesterday he wasn't overly impressed with the first nine candidates, and he was... He was thrilled that candidate number ten uh, knocked his socks off. So um, it, it was almost like he had painted himself in a corner. And uh, if Lafleur hadn't and uh, made his heart skip a beat, he wasn't exactly sure what his next step was going to be.
7: Robbie, two questions for you. Number one: Is Mark Murphy still talking in that room where the press conference was held? And, um, and uh...
12: <laughs> I think he. I think he has. Nobody's left. My nobody, God, nobody is there. But but Mark is. Mark is now in the middle of telling that you was, all and, do, the, yeah. wash, right? was all about yep. him yesterday. Is he gonna do? Is he gonna do the cleaning and the car wash? Uh, it was
7: all about him yesterday. Is he gonna do announce the draft picks? You know, for the Packers coming up. No, but um, did I hear um, Murphy come out and say that once again Lafleur has to report to him?
12: Yes. Oh my! You God. heard that correct? That's,
7: why the the structure is so bizarre? Like you were alluding to right there. I just I don't understand why the uh, the president and CEO has to be meddling in all these decisions.
12: Well, and I wrote that yesterday at Forbes, guys. That I mean, it's Mark Murphy is now out of fall guys. He's out of scapegoats. He, he in the last twelve months, he's gotten rid of a general manager that reshaped a roster, uh, won a Super Bowl, and and took a team to four NFC championships games. His exact same resume, for the most part, for the for the head coach in Mike McCarthy that he fired on December two. Um, so, Mark Murphy has absolutely put the spotlight on himself at this point in time. Um, he he seems to love this new role where he's the star of the show, um, and he was yesterday. I I think his opening remarks went 127 minutes if I if my, if my <laughs> timing was accurate.
1: Truthfully, yeah.
0: <laughs> this is the farm report with Pam Yonke.
1: 5:35 now on a finally Friday morning. Stick around. The leader of a Wisconsin Livestock Association has announced he's going to be retiring. I've got details in just a little bit. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative News Desk, here's what's happening on a Friday. Back in 1887, on this date, Aldo Leopold was born, turned into be a major player in modern environmental movement. Aldo Leopold, born on this date back in 1887. Here's something appropriate for the Farm Show. On this date, back in 1968, Rock County Farmers, decided they were going to protest the grain prices they were receiving. They were all members of the National Farmers Organization, NFO, and they joined a national movement keeping their grain from processors trying to drive prices up. What they hoped to receive was a buck 50 for corn compared to the price at that time of 80 cents a bushel. Soybeans they wanted 3 bucks a bushel compared to the price they were getting of 235. That's back in 1968. 80 cents for corn, two thirty-five for beans, and those Rock County farmers decided they were going to protest. Glad you're along with us. Well, as we roll our way towards 6 o'clock this morning, there is uh, no protesting going on in La Crosse. Yesterday was the final day of the Midwest Farm Show at the La Crosse Center. Now they're going to get ready for an even bigger crowd next month and the Midwest Organic Sustainable Education Service Organic College and Conference. John Mesko is the executive director of Moses. He said this year, because of the interest in organics around the world, and particularly North America, they're looking at some 3,000 attendees that will be with them. And he said for those farmers that are looking at their options for the growing season of 2019, they can use all kinds of producers to take a look at organics.
4: One of the things that has been going on for many years is this lack of uh, domestically produced organic grain. Uh, we in this country are importing an awful lot of organic grain from other countries, and, and that's uh, not something that American farmers really are a fan of, of course, and we want to increase the, the supply here domestically. We think that's better for our farmers and better for our consumers as well, of course. And so uh, th- there is an increased uh, desire for information on organic grain production, but then also organic grain marketing. We've got a couple sessions on that coming up at the at the conference to so talk about different ways to uh, get your grain to market once you've successfully produced it. Uh, there are uh, new players in the marketing community which are increasing the uh, availability of markets, but also these are are new relationships that farmers need to manage as they transition. I think it's important for everybody to remember that uh, farming is just like any other business. It really hinges on relationships. And when we ask farmers to transition away from one production model into another, we're also asking them to to increase the number of relationships that they manage with other people, and uh, that's a challenge. We can only have so many uh, effective relationships in our lives, and so one of the things we try to do at the conference is to provide a space for those relationships to be initiated and to grow.
1: John Mesco, Executive Director of MOSES, the Midwest Organic Sustainable Education Service, headquartered in Spring Valley. They'll move their offices to lacrosse for their annual organic farming conference and university February 21st through the 23rd. Interested in the conference? Go to mosesorganic.org and get registered as soon as possible. 539 now.
2: When you think of Palmer amaranth, water hemp, ragweed, and mare's tail, doesn't it just make you want <clears throat> to. Give them the pounding they deserve? Now you can with Diflex Duo Herbicide. It's the post-emergence corn herbicide with two proven sites of action. So you get powerful control of the toughest weeds, built-in resistance management, and excellent crop safety. So don't just hit weeds, (laughs) pound them like never before with Diflex Duo. Learn more at diflexduo.us. Always read and follow label instructions.
1: Here's a little tire trivia for you. Did you realize that the actual surface area that makes contact between a tire and the road is really pretty small. For a passenger tire, it's only about the size of a postcard. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for my friends at McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City, where everything is all under one roof. So you think about that postcard when you're driving on Wisconsin's icy, wintry roads. Will it protect you? Will it protect your family, keep you out of the ditch? My friends at McFarland's can not only evaluate the tires you're currently using, but they can get you set up with brand-new And it doesn't matter whether it's autos, pickup trucks, large trucks, bicycles, snowblowers, garden tractors, they've got it all under one roof and they're ready to take care of you. So when it comes to doing battle with Mother Nature and Wisconsin roads, when you're looking for good traction and safe travel, look to my friends at McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street, just off Highway 12 in the heart of Sauk City. And now it's time for another Focus on Energy flashback. No matter what you're doing on the farm a remodel and upgrade, uh, anything like that, and maybe possible new construction, you should always call the Focus on Energy advisors in advance because you guys have the trained eye on where to look for those kind of energy savings and especially those bonuses, double bonuses.
10: Yes, not only do we have the two dairy energy specialists, but we also have 12 energy advisors located throughout the state to help those customers get in on those first uh, planning meetings to make sure that we get as many incentives for the farmers as we can, because Lord knows that they need it yeah, right now. Right,
1: boy, for sure. Focus on energy.com is the website. And I always encourage you, uh, whether you're working with an electrician, a builder, anybody In the trades, make sure you ask them early on, hey, are you a part of the Focus on Energy program? Do you know our Focus on Energy advisor? Many, many will.
2: Partnering with Wisconsin Utilities. Focus on Energy. Learn more at focusonenergy.com.
1: 541 on the clock. Well, they announced it yesterday. Equity Livestock Sales Association going through some transition. Chuck Adamy, their president and CEO, is going to retire in 2019. He told the board late in 2018 that he's going to officially retire on June 30th. He was hired in 2000 as the chief financial officer, and two years later he became the president and CEO, and he's been there successfully ever since. He says he's worked in various professions through his career, but that at equity, working in the agriculture industry has been the most fulfilling. Now, Les Danielson, chairman of the board, says that Kurt Larson, who started with equity in 2013 as the director of human resources, will step in as president beginning March 1st. So a transition for the Equity Livestock Sales Association and have a wonderful retirement, Chuck. He is just a super fella. All right, markets and overnight electronic trade are up right now. December corn, two and a half higher at 401 and a half. November beans are up three and a quarter at 951 and a quarter. July wheat, four and a quarter higher right now, 528 and a half. Barrel cheese gained a quarter of a cent yesterday in Chicago at one twenty four and three quarters. Forty pound black cheese was up two at one thirty nine. Double A butter unchanged yesterday. And fluid milk is up in overnight activity. Oh, you gotta watch your pennies in farming these days, and that means wasting nothing, including energy and not missing an opportunity. When it comes to rebates, Jessica Milzna from Focus on Energy kicking off their calendar year of 2019 with us next.
0: This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
4: We are now in the exciting
11: era of biostimulators for the skin. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Products such as Sculptra Aesthetic can be injected safely into the skin to stimulate collagen production. This creates a framework that helps keep or restore facial volume, thus, preventing many of the effects of aging, such as sagging and wrinkles. Biostimulators such as Sculptra produce subtle, gradual results over time. Many of my patients describe the compliments they receive, such as, you look so great, wow, you've hardly aged. Not only does Sculptra achieve natural and gradual results, the effect is long lasting. To learn more, visit the experienced medical professionals at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie for natural, long-lasting confidence and beauty. Let your natural beauty
2: Voice for farmers, A vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm
9: Bureau. As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual is excited to announce the Rural Mutual Farm Dividend Program. The first of its kind in the state. They know how hard you work, so they want to reward you. Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program rewards farmers for their loyalty and dedication with up to a 5% dividend. And since Rural Mutual only does business in Wisconsin, premiums paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. To learn more about Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program and how you may qualify, please contact a rural agent or visit RuralMutual.com.
12: If old McDonald was real and actually had a farm, she'd talk about it. This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
1: You know, honestly, it can be one of the biggest bills that the average farm takes a look at. They're energy bills, and it's not just our farms, it's our agribusinesses too. But there's a partnership out there that's looking to try to help you minimize those bills and be more efficient on the farm. I'm talking about my friends at Focus on Energy. Welcome in. Time to find out about the latest innovations and updates coming your way in 2019, thanks to Focus on Energy. And along with us, Jessica Mills, the Focus on Energy representative you may bump into as we get into the winter meeting season. Well, first of all, Happy New Year, Jessica. I haven't gotten a chance to talk to you since the holidays. It does look like it's going to be a bright new year, literally, when it comes to some of the incentives that Focus on Energy is offering farms and agribusinesses this year.
10: Yes, Happy New Year to you, too, Pam. It's exciting to be starting a new year, and we have a lot of exciting things to offer. Um, When producers open their agribusiness incentive catalogs this year, they'll be pleased to see that high bay lighting incentives for agriculture have been doubled for 2019, as well as grain dryer incentives and variable frequency drive incentives. We also have some increased fan incentives, as well, for all types of agricultural fans.
1: Talk to me a little bit about how big a difference these uh, modifications, upgrades can really mean to a farm's bottom line, Jessica. I, I mean, for those that haven't grown up around agriculture or don't recognize how automated most of agriculture is today, the electric bill can be one of the biggest bills they see.
10: Yes, definitely. Um, it, can, it can definitely um, be a big part of their monthly expenses, and we are here to help them um, cut that down as much as possible. Um, And then a lot of this equipment, um, being the hours that it's operating on the farms, including the lighting and the VFGs in particular, um, and also the fans in the summertime as well, um, those can really make a big difference on the bill and have a really fast payback time of that equipment cost as well, on top of the incentive.
1: Talk to me a little bit about the high bay lighting incentives. That, like you said, is really a double-down benefit if you take a look at it. Give us a sense of what those projects might look like if I've either got it in place and I'm thinking of an upgrade or I'm thinking about a new construction or something like that.
10: Yes, um, that's available um, for either one. And if, you know, they can easily go from a 400-watt fixture to um, LED would be more like 200 watts or thereabouts. So they're really saving a lot on their electric costs per month. And then with the incentives on top of that, I mean, we're talking going from $30 a fixture for an incentive to $60 this year, um, just for one example. So they can really save a lot um, to take advantage of those upgrades and incentives this year.
1: And now we've got LED included in that high bay lighting incentive.
10: Correct. Yep. LED is, um, included and that's kind of the technology that we're, we're definitely pushing for being that it can really cut down on those energy costs and, um, in general, the lighting quality that it provides, people have been very happy with as well.
1: Absolutely. Now, Jessica Milson is along with us, in case you're just joining us. She is your Focus on Energy representative. You'll likely see her out and about through the winter months with all of the trade shows and events and conferences that we've got going on. If you want to find out more about these energy incentives and how you can get in contact with an energy, energy advisor like Jessica near you, remember, focusonenergy.com backslash agribusiness, or you can also call Call the Ag Service Call Center, 888-947-7828. Let me say that again. The Ag Call Center, 888-947-7828. One thing that we always like to point out also, Jessica, is how easy this program is for farms and agribusinesses to get engaged with. You energy advisors do most of the work. The paperwork side of things doesn't amount to much for those that want to tap into this.
10: Absolutely. Um, We have myself and Kevin Weiler, who are the dairy energy specialists, and we work with those trade allies, those dairy equipment dealers and electricians um, to help fill out your paperwork. And then we also have 12 energy advisors conveniently located throughout the entire state that can assist you as well.
1: If they want to take a look at that agribusiness catalog, what do you think the best way to do that is today?
10: Um, you can either visit our website, as you said before, focusonenergycom agribusiness. Um, otherwise, you can get in contact with your energy advisor. We'll have catalogs um, to distribute very, very soon.
1: Is there any limit on these incentives, Jessica? If I'm, you know, like I said, taking a look at uh, either a major remodel or new construction, is there any limit on how many of these incentives I can combine together? Um no,
10: no limit on as far as combining um, incentives. The um, cap for the year is $500,000 in incentives per customer.
1: Boy, that'd be nice to hit, to hit that level. Boy, that is an excellent uh, carrot at the end of the stick. Now, what are you catching questions about even now, Jessica, recognizing that uh, we may be in a bit of a funk as far as the overall farm economy, but still uh, farmers are planning for the future. What kinds of questions are you getting at this, this time of the year?
10: Sure. Um, this time of year, um, obviously, everyone wants to know what's, what's new and new and happening. Um, like I said, we have so many great incentives to offer. A lot of people um, often ask, you know, does it matter if I'm doing, do I have to do a really big project in order to get an incentive? And the answer is no. Um, even if you just want to start with, you know, one building or one light fixture, maybe just a pole-mounted fixture out in your yard, um, your farmyard, um, we can do anything um, small or large.
1: How t- how uh, quick a turnaround is it on these incentives, the rebates that come back to the, the farmer owner? Does it take very long to see that money come back to them?
10: So the deadline is within 60 days of your last uh, final completion date of the project, so the date that that last equipment went in. And then you have, like I said, 60 days from there to get your application to us. Once it gets to us, it's generally about six to eight weeks before your check will come in the mail.
1: Now, talk to me a little bit. If I'm uh, kicking this idea around, I say this time after time, don't go it alone. Uh, Your trained eyes can look at uh, a blueprint or can look at some, some plans on paper and start to pull together model numbers and start to add up the incentives that may be available before ground is even broken.
10: Absolutely, and the big thing, too, especially on a new um, larger construction project, is we want to make sure that those lighting uh, products, those LED products, um, and also the fans would be another example of products that require to be qualified equipment to meet our efficiency requirements. So working with the energy advisor um, is very uh, beneficial in that case so that you can make sure your equipment is going to qualify from day one. And we can also, like you said, look at the blueprints, look at the plans, um, get you uh, somewhat of an estimate um, right from day one so you can kind of see what you'd be expecting back in incentives at the end of the project. And if you aren't planning a project and you just want to save some energy and don't know where to start, those 12 energy advisors are all available to come to your farm um, for no cost to you and take a look around and just see what they would recommend, um, where to start, and even some low-cost and no-cost options as well.
1: And you are not just, we're not just speaking to Wisconsin dairy population. You guys work with agribusinesses of all sizes and types.
10: Absolutely. Um, Anyone that has, you know, produces um, some type of, um, raises animals or produces some type of crops, so greenhouses, um, grain dryers, crop farms, um, all, all agribusiness um, we can provide some incentives for.
1: Excellent. And we also should toss out just real quick that uh, there is a new agriculture trade ally bonus. That's kind of interesting. Hopefully we'll get more of our trades involved in that.
10: Yes, uh, the Trade Allies also are eligible to receive a bonus this year as well um, for getting um, applications turned in. So just a little extra incentive for them to um, use the program um, for their business and to help their customers as well.
1: Excellent. Jessica Mills along with us and giving you the latest updates on the incentives for 2019. Working with Focus on Energy, it is a win-win, folks, and it always has been. All you need to do is tap into those 12 energy advisors like Jessica around the state. They'll make a on-farm or agribusiness visit to help you evaluate where you might be able to save the most. And if you're into building or remodeling, you definitely want that Focus on Energy advisor involved in the project very early on. You want to take a look at their uh, customer catalog? You can do that online now, FocusOnEnergy.com backslash agribusiness you can find an energy advisor in your area there as well as that directory or you can give them a call 888-947-7828 that number again 888-947-7828 well happy new year indeed jessica it sounds like we've got a lot of things to work look forward to in 2019 we'll catch up with you down the road sounds great we're looking forward to a great year Jessica Mills now along with us, your energy advisor.